Welcome to the final day of Adapec 2023 and the next episode of our On Air at Adapec podcast series recorded live from the Woodstand. My name is Amy Cox and I'm your host and today I'm joined by Johannes Orser, Vice President of People and Organisation for the Middle East and Osama Lazen, Deputy General Manager for Iraq in Wood. Welcome both, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you Amy. Thank you Amy. So today we're going to be discussing how we drive new capabilities within the region nationalisation can support this and also create a lasting legacy for future generations across the Middle East. In this session, we'll hopefully explore Wood's approaches to embracing and this and also share some of the talent and success stories that we have in the region. So Wood is a global business with a clear strategy to grow its business in the Middle East. And in order to do that, we require talented people to support us. Hannes, as part of the people and organisation team, you probably see firsthand some of the initiatives and programmes that we run to drive that nationalisation piece. Would you like to share some of those with us today? Yes, thanks, Amy. So first of all, I think, you know, we're, uh, there's a terminology generally being used, ICV, which is in-country value. Um, and um, this, this terminology has really been brought about by, um, by the UAE government and also supported then by, by the local national uh, company, the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company. Um, but there are similar initiatives in the region. Uh, so, for example, in Saudi, they are using Iktiva, which is in-country, uh, in-kingdom total value add. Um, and that's supported, again, by, by the local national company, Saudi Aramco. Um, in, in Qatar, for example, they have Tautin. It's a similar initiative. So all these initiatives really stand on, on pretty much four pillars. One is, is the nationalization. Um, secondly, it's about local spend. And then also the use of local suppliers. But there's also an element of... Uh, uh, um, you know, your, your uh, corporate social governance as well as your um, uh, the sustainability. Now, for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to f- focus a little bit more on the nationalization itself. So, um, you know, I think the, the nationalization, you know, these all, the wood strategy supports all four of those pillars. Um, but it also resonates with our core values of being uh, care, courage and commitment. Um, care, care for the local communities. Um, and the commitment towards our local uh, uh, stakeholders, and then the courage to push boundaries and, and, and create sustainable businesses within the region. Now, um, there's also a lot of, you know, talk about targets being set. Now, I've, um, I've been fortunate to have been in the region for over 16 years, um, of which more of 10 of those has been with wood. Um, and I've seen these, you know, the governments and, and local national oil companies um, supporting these targets or creating targets for companies um, to meet. Um, so, so there's, there's your, your governmental targets being set, but then there's also national oil company targets. But then we'd have our own targets, and, and, and the reason for those targets being is just, you know, it's not really to meet the targets, but our targets, generally speaking, are um, more onerous than the targets that are, that are being set by the, by the governments and the local oil companies. Um, and the reason why these oil companies, I've seen how, that, how that's evolved over years, you know, but it's really an attempt to, to get companies that are probably not as far as, uh, 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 along the line as what we are, um, but to get them to, to buy into the concept and employ local nationals, for us, uh, it's more of a, uh, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's not about meeting the targets. There's much more in it for us. We're not doing it to meet targets per se, but we're doing it because we simply believe it's the right thing to do. And there are so many benefits, you know, it's just plowing, uh, you know, well, it's not only about employment of local nationals, but it's also that skills transfer um, for those local nationals. And, 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 and plowing uh, back, you know, the, 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 some revenue into the communities and creating, um, you know, sustainable communities. So uh, for us, it's, uh, it's, it's much more than just meeting targets. It's the right thing to do. And I can talk about the benefits. Um, 
just you know it's it's about you know employing local nationals you you you're not only um, employing them you're also transferring that skills and making them you know enabling them to be better versions of themselves um, but at the same time you're also supporting the communities where they work and you're also um, allowing them to benefit from the from the uh, economic growth that you know of the countries where they where, where, where nationals in um, but then there's also the bit about you know the communities that we support but for us we enables us to put these skilled talent um, in the reimbursable roles and at the same time generate the, uh, revenue from that because we're in a people's business and, yeah and do we have specific programs in place do we you know seek to have nationals kind of coming through at that sort of graduate level all the way up yes yes absolutely amy we um so there's a number of programs that we that that we have in place um first of all you know we have a graduate and early careers program but it starts really with um us identifying potential roles where we can put these nationals in yeah. um and and we have a fully fledged internal resourcing department and they use various means of targeting local nationals. For example, we do a lot of headhunting through LinkedIn campaigns. Okay. Um, we get, uh, uh, th there is the uh, uh, Department of Labor have got a skills pool where all local nationals can join that skills pool who, who's, who's interested to join uh, private companies. So we use those skill pools. We uh, we do targeted selection. Um, we've got the Wood Careers port portal where, where these vacancies are at the time. Um, client referrals, uh, internal referrals. So, and then once we have these nationals in place, we have what I what I mentioned, the early careers and the uh, uh, graduate development program. And and I'm proud to say that at the moment we have uh, around 100 local nationals taking part in these programs. Okay. So on those programs, you know, we we apply um, a, a a philosophy of 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 70 20 10. What that means is 70% of the learning happens from um, from on the job training. training. And 20% is learning from others, um, and 10% is more formal uh, classroom training. Okay. But then coupled with that, once these employees join us, we have uh, a succession plan. Every one of these local nationals have got a development program that, with the support of our, our learning and development department, um, we, apply, we, we, we assign mentors to them, you know, and, 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 and those uh, uh, development programs are just to give a bit more structure, you know, yeah. to their development, ensuring that we stick to that. Um, so yeah, that, there's, there's a number of these programs that we do. And Osama, you're based in Iraq. You know, there's there's a number of initiatives happening over there. You know, we've we've got strong growth in that region. You know, can you share some of the experiences that you've had? Yeah, th thank you very much. I mean, I, I just want to add uh, on what Hannah says that uh, there is a target set by the government, and especially in Iraq, the target by the set by the government is to be fifty fifty. But actually, Wood, as uh, Wood, we went beyond that number, and almost we are close to eighty percent of local nationals. Okay. And that only because we we believe it's the the, the right things to do. And uh, as I said, there's a lots of initiatives that has been done in country, and uh, the uh, on the top of that initiative is uh, the graduate program. So far, we do have close to a hundred people join the, the company through that program. And the company uh, bought uh, a, a really good program, four years program, to to start with the company as a fresh graduate and end up as a, as a seniors. And uh, the graduate program starts uh, with Wood since 2016. And uh, we do have a lots of uh, employees joined through that program and others when they are in elite positions and some of them are in senior positions. And also the other uh, initiative is we provide an intern uh, training ship okay. program that I have on a yearly basis. 
and uh, there is no limit to that program. Anyone from the from the university, from the institutes that really uh, keen and interested to join would for that program, we're more than happy to take. And also the uh, another initiative is we, uh, I mean, in in January we are about to uh, start a training designing training academy, and that actually will will. Uh, give more opportunities to the, the to the community and also it will be adding more numbers uh, to the localization program or yeah. nationalization program as well as there is an uh, wood training academy and hopefully it will be seen the light on the next August and that one will be on the uh, larger scale and uh, with the, the joint venture with the uh, with the Basra University or with the Basra Recruitment Center with the Basra Institute so there, there was a lot of initiatives that have been taken by, by Wood in order to support the community and the nationalization program. And in my eyes, to be honest, since I, I've been with the, with the Wood for the, at least the, the nine years, yeah. I see Wood uh, heading the, the, the nationalization program into a country. Yeah. And uh, they are on the right path or right track. And you talk about your career with Wood. You've been with us for a number of years. Yes, yeah. And you've kind of seen that development on, you know, firsthand. Yeah, seriously. Yes, correct. I mean, I see my, I see that in my eyes. I joined, the, my journey with Wood started back in 2015 as a public relations officer. And as I always, when I, I take a new role, I bought a robust uh, plan and uh, for my career within the organization and as well as I'll challenge myself to reach my target. Uh, would provide me with uh, a valuable assistant uh, right from the start. I did receive the, the on-job training as uh, Hannes mentioned as a 70% on-job training yeah. and also the external and internal training and uh, a valuable guidance and also they occupy me with the uh, skills uh, that help me to success in my uh, uh, professional's uh, growth. Uh, additionally, we, we do have uh, within Wood as a Wood Project Management Academy and actually that academy has played a very uh, important role in uh, my professional growth. And uh, Wood commitment to uh, employee development and training it's been evident through the the, the online training tools and resource and uh, today i'm proudly stands as a deputy general manager and that position could not have been achieved without the, the support and and wavering support that i received from the the, the company and uh, i'm very deeply uh, grateful of the the, the instrument uh, instrumental support that i received uh, from the company to shape my uh, career yeah, and it's future. great for you Can to be here sharing your story because it, it then gives other people, you know, the, the insight into the fact that, you know, that's possible. You know, so if they join our company, hopefully they feel, they feel invested in and their growth and their succession planning is is, you know, being looked after and therefore, you know, they can grow with us. Yeah, uh, absolutely, yes. I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm using myself as an example back in yeah. the country when we start the graduate program or any, any we have, when we have any new joiners. Because, you know, sometimes the culture down the, uh, interacts, it's, it's, let's say, it's a little bit unique or different. And uh, the people, when, when they join the company, they, they say, they're saying that the company cannot give us any kind of support or training. And uh, sometimes the, the not would, I mean, the companies in general, they are really looking after their benefits, not that they uh, employees benefit. 
So I'm using myself as an example, and I'll say, look, I joined the company as a, a, a public relations officer, and now I'm starting as a general, deputy general manager. It wasn't an easy trip, but the all resource and the training, the support was available for me and would make it a smooth trip for me. I think if I, if I can just add to that, Amy, is, is that, you know, we spoke about the legacy and, you know, it's about leaving that legacy behind. You know, we're an international organization, so we know we're probably not, we're not going to be here forever. And it's when we leave one day, you know, what is it that we've left behind? And, and, and Asama is a really good example, but, but there are many um, such examples. We've also got a program, uh, an international assignment program, um, and especially in countries like in Saudi and in Kuwait, where we've taken groups of graduate or early careers uh, employees, local nationals, and sent them on international assignments to the likes of our reading office um, for, for, for periods of up to six months. And, you know, it's when you speak to these local nationals that, and, and you hear from them, you know, where they, where they actually say, you know, that wood has really equipped them um, and made them more marketable and, and left them, you know, with, with skills that they're forever indebted to. And, and, and that's what you want to hear, you know, you want to you feel that one day you've actually made a difference in these countries. And, uh, and, and that's absolutely what we stand for. We, we do, uh, in uh, Rock Operations, we do have the same initiatives. We call it this uh, placement program. Actually, we took uh, all this so far more than 20 from the last year graduate uh, joiners and put them through the training program in Dubai. And the three, three sets of programs, three months, six months, one year, and then send them back into country to uh, transfer their knowledge to the next generation. Yes, yes yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, and it is. It's about that long-term legacy, isn't it? One hundred percent. Yeah. So, talking about longer term, you know, how do you think um, nationalisation and you know the investment in nationals will help us deliver our longer-term goals overall, kind of from a strategic level? So, I think you know, the, as I mentioned, it, it, you know, uh, uh, Wood has got a certain strategy in place, but by employing these local nationals equips us better because we can we can we can invest back into the communities and then you know make that sustainable um so i believe in the in the longer wood term strategy um you know this absolutely supports that 100 percent yeah 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 um, yeah um actually um uh, for the long term and, and the legacy yesterday uh, yesterday we had uh, a visit from the Bazrak uh, governor delegate from the Bazrak governor and actually he gave us a good statement and he says uh, uh, where wood has their legacy at the moment because we do have almost 400 employees and 400 talented employees. And uh, I remember back in 2015 when we joined, we were about only 15 locals within the team. And all this world, as I said, it's a close to 400. And these 400 now, they, they, they take in elite positions. Majority of our contracts are really led by local nationals. And this is the, the, the long-term uh, yeah. That's in the country. Yeah. 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 Ultimately, we're a people's business. So yes, we are. Our yeah. People. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So we've been asking everybody um, who's been sitting here contributing to podcasts um, during the week um, this one final question. So the theme of Adopec 2023 is decarbonizing faster together. We're already working as an industry to decarbonize. But what is the one thing that you think we could do better to get there faster? Osama, uh, uh, to me, I think uh, it's uh, collaborations. Yeah. As you know, the uh, the decarbonization it's a complex challenge, and it goes beyond the it's uh, it's all not only in oil and gas sector, it's uh, transportation, renewable, etc., uh, etc. Et and uh, to expedite the progress in that uh, sector, we need all to come together. 
and also uh, especially to me it means a lot the the educational and uh, educations and the public engagement uh, widespread of the the uh, the carbonizations it's really essential yeah yeah uh, thank you Hannah. right amy so yeah uh, i think you know the the topic's been debated for many years and 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 i'm i'm glad to say that you know we've moved from from it being debated to to an actual reality where people are taking it seriously. And I think, um, you know, big organizations like ourselves have done massive steps towards uh, that decarbonization. Um, your question is about what could we do more? For me, you know, we, we, we employ roughly 35,000 employees. And, and I think um, by getting a message across to every, each and every single one of our employees per se, you know, have, have employees also buy into this. And we can, you know, there's various ways in doing that by town halls, you know, general discussions. Um, for me personally, I've uh, I've invested in a um, in a company called OHX, which is um, a heat exchange company, um, uh, and it's organic heat exchanges. So basically, what they do is, is they they uh, uh, transform warm air into could you make cold air from uh, from uh, uh, from uh, thermal energy, and um, and just living in the Middle East, where we know that every single place that you go everywhere indoors is just all run by air conditioners. Um, so if we could get to a place where those air conditioners are changed by these organic heat exchanges and we can, you know, that will make a massive difference. And, and I think it's every individual, you know, to take this upon themselves to also make a, a, a contribution towards that. You know, there's a saying that says um, you can't change the world unless you change yourself. So I think for, as an organization, if we can get all our employees to buy into that and other organizations to do the same, absolutely we'll get there faster. Yeah. So those small incremental changes that will make that contribution. Yeah. yeah great. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been some really good discussion and some insights and um, we'll chat again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.